Hello, this is Sandra Hindman, founder and president of Les Enlumineurs. We specialize in manuscripts, miniatures, historic jewelry, and other small-scale works of art from the Middle Ages and the Renaissance. Welcome, and please enjoy today's podcast. Hello, I'm Laura Light, director of text manuscripts at Les Enlumineurs. Today, I'm visiting this podcast to talk to you a little bit about part of Les Enlumineurs some of you may have never heard of, since it lives on a completely different website, textmanuscripts.com. Text manuscripts, you may be saying, what do you mean? And I agree, this isn't a term that I learned in graduate school when I was studying medieval manuscripts. It's not a term that I think you'll find in most of the basic introductions to manuscript studies that you might have on your bookshelves. But it is a term that has been adopted by people who sell manuscripts. So what is a text manuscript? After all, all manuscripts, or almost all, do of course include text. We used to define it in the most obvious way, as a manuscript primarily of interest for its text. And that remains true, but our text manuscripts are so much more. Here's the definition I use now. A text manuscript is a manuscript, that is a book copied by hand, of interest not primarily for its art, although many of them are decorated and even include illumination, but rather as a medieval artifact, a book of interest for its text, physical features such as script, format, or binding, and also perhaps for its provenance history. Since 2012, these manuscripts have been described, as I said, on their own website. If you haven't visited the site, please do. You'll notice a couple of things that might surprise you. First, the descriptions. Every manuscript on the site is described in a very long and very detailed description. The descriptions aim to recreate the manuscript for you through words, beginning with what it's like as a physical object, how many pages does it have, how were they put together, its collation, was it copied by one person or more than one, what's the decoration like, has it been stained, are there fingerprints, has it been damaged, is it missing pages, what is the binding like, followed by a discussion of its history, when was it made, where was it made, who owned it down through the centuries. Finally, a list of its contents, its text, with a couple of paragraphs about the author, the texts, and any other points of special interest, concluding with a list of references. This very long and detailed description is supplemented by selected images, and now a new feature of the site, a video, a short video. While I hope our descriptions surprise you in a good way, the images may, I admit, prove to be a little disappointing, a little old-fashioned, perhaps, since you can't enlarge them very much. We're working on that. The videos, I think, are a very good supplement and help to communicate what the manuscripts are like as physical books. Our approach, with its focus on the description, differs from other websites where the digital images, or even the complete digital facsimile, is the primary focus but which may be accompanied by maybe a description or sometimes not one at all. It is not easy to write a description of a manuscript. Our catalogers are all well-trained manuscript scholars, and it takes a long time. Why do we bother then, you might ask? The result is that anyone, I would argue, even someone with no background in medieval texts and manuscripts, can read the description 
look at the images and look at the video and understand the object, understand what the manuscript is. The same, I would argue, is not necessarily true of even the most wonderful and faithful, seemingly faithful and complete digital copy of a manuscript. Even when manuscripts are sold, they remain on our site in our archives, freely available for research. Right now, there are 1,037 manuscripts in the archives, which is a significant body of carefully interpreted medieval material available for everyone to use. Moreover, the site is searchable by date, place of origin, subject, language, special features, and price. What sort of manuscripts will you find on our text manuscript site? We specialize in manuscripts from the Middle Ages and Renaissance, dating before Kirka 1600, although we occasionally offer later books that continue the tradition of the handwritten codex into the modern era. The earliest manuscript currently on the site was made in France in the 11th century. This is one of my favorite manuscripts on the site. How could it not be? It was copied in the middle years of the 11th century, perhaps between 1040 and 1070. To orient yourself, think about what you know about medieval history. Think back to your medieval history class if you took one. When you think of the 11th century, 1066 may come to mind. It's a date a lot of us remember, the Norman conquest of England and the Battle of Hastings. But the 11th century was also the time of the investiture controversy and the conflict between the popes and the Holy Roman Emperor. Remember Henry IV barefoot in the snow at Canossa? End of the First Crusade. I could mention other things. Our manuscript was copied in central France, in the Auvergne, but at this time, France meant something very different than it does now, or indeed, very different than it was going to mean in the 13th century and later. France was not a country united under the rule of one king in the 11th century. The Capetian French kings then controlled a comparatively small territory and had little sway over the great dukes and counts who ruled in Normandy and Burgundy, Aquitaine, and so forth. What sort of manuscript is it? It's a pontifical. That is a book with the ceremonies and prayers said by a bishop. We find texts for the dedication of a church, blessings for all sorts of occasions, from embarking on a pilgrimage to entering the clerical life. The reconstruction of a sacred place where blood has been spilled is also included, a grim reminder of how violent day-to-day -day life was then. Almost certainly, this is an example of a medieval book copied out by hand by a monk in a monastic scriptorium. If you listen to Kristen's podcast about manuscript production, you'll know that by the 13th century, lots of manuscripts were made in cities by scribes and artists who were paid for their work. But our manuscript fits many people's notion of medieval books as books copied by a monk for his own use in a monastery. Manuscripts this early are almost all now in libraries and museums. To be able to offer one for sale is rare indeed. Most of our manuscripts come from Western Europe, from the British Isles, France, Spain, Portugal, Italy, Germany, and the Low Countries, and as such, most are in Latin. The Pontifical, for example, is all in Latin. But almost every European vernacular language, as well as Hebrew and sometimes Greek, is also represented on the site. The subject are as varied as the medieval past, science, music, philosophy, religion, history, literature, and much more. I mentioned that 1,037 manuscripts are described on the site. Most of these are now sold, 
And it's an interesting point. You might wonder who buys these manuscripts. Most of them have found homes in university and college libraries in the United States and Canada, as well as in public libraries in Europe. But a few of them have been sold to private collectors and are now on somebody's library shelves. 58 manuscripts are currently for sale on the site. We add new manuscripts to the site twice a year, once in the fall and again in the spring. So if you are listening to this when I'm first recording it, we are right before the fall update and the number's a little low. Sometimes we have as many as 100 for sale. You may be curious what manuscripts like this cost. Prices start at below $10,000 and they go up from there. The least expensive manuscript on the site right now, actually two manuscripts that we're selling together, were copied and illuminated in New York in 1898 and 1908. These found a place on textmanuscripts.com because they are splendid examples of modern manuscripts made that pay homage to the tradition of the medieval book. In this case, they were made as gifts for Heinrich Conried, the first in 1898 to honor his 25 years as director of the Germania Theater in New York, and the second in 1908, which includes wonderful illuminations of Parseval's Grail and Salome's Veil, his retirement as director of the Metropolitan Opera. The pair cost $3,500. The 11th century pontifical, not surprisingly, is one of the most expensive books on the site, at $175,000. There's only one manuscript that is more expensive currently. It's a gorgeous Renaissance manuscript of Thomas Aquinas' commentary on Aristotle's ethics. It was copied by a professional scribe in Venice, circa 1460-1480, and it was illuminated by Leonardo Bellini, a professional artist, and indeed the most important Venetian illuminator of his day. And we could indeed feature this on our Les Enlumineurs site, since this is a manuscript that is important as art. It survives in pristine condition, with broad margins, clean pages, clear and bright illuminated initials, and very elegant penwork on almost every opening. But it's also important for its text. The author, Thomas Aquinas, was one of the most important theologians of the Middle Ages. He was certainly the theologian that was most influential to modern times and most well-known, I think, to modern audiences. He wrote extensively on morality, ethics, and political and legal philosophy. His commentary on the Nicomachean Ethics by Aristotle was written later in his life, probably around 1271-1272, in the midst of of his writing, his great Summa Theologica, which he finished in 1273. In it, he sets forth a definition of what is good for men and women, followed by discussions of the moral virtues, including fortitude, temperance, and justice, the intellectual virtues, prudence, wisdom, and understanding, and friendship, and concludes with a discussion of the pursuit of virtue, and the words, rewards, and limits of pleasure and happiness all topics that are well worth thinking about today. He's an author, and this is a text that is still worth reading. I hope this has piqued your interest and that you'll take a look at the site. Have fun browsing. There are wonderful manuscripts to discover there and lots to learn. And stay tuned for the text manuscript update coming September 30th, when we will add more than 30 new manuscripts to the site. Thank you to Laura Light for that wonderful and brief introduction to Les Lumineurs Text Manuscripts website. 
Laura is our director, senior specialist, and expert in all things related to text manuscripts. You can find links to the manuscripts Laura discussed in the show notes below. Next week, we have another episode delving into the methods of manuscript production, that is, making parchment and the use of papyrus and paper in manuscripts and rolls. We would love to hear your thoughts about this episode's topic. Do you have a question about manuscript production, text manuscript use? Let us know. You can find out more about our text manuscripts and reach out with comments and questions through our social media at Lesnunier. And you can also visit our website, lesnunier.com or textmanuscripts.com. I look forward to hearing from you, and thanks for listening. <laughs>